This week on Southern Fried Philosophy, a passenger gets arrested for farting on a plane. We talk about the best fried chicken in North Carolina. And our special guest, Nate Ernst, with Downtown Donuts on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busted Knuckle Studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? Without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I'm talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, 2016's Honorable Mention Father of the Year, the inventor of the Redneck Egg Roll. Give it up on old mic number one, it's Mojo! Is it, is it me, or is this week just flying by? It's flying by, buddy. Yeah, it feels like it. Welcome back to the Southern Fried Philosophy. Go to our Facebook page at Southern Fried Philosophy. You can also go to our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. You can also go to our Instagram and Twitters at SFP Radio. And don't forget about the YouTube at youtube.com slash SFP Radio. The YouTubes. The YouTube. But also, hey, go to Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. Make sure you give us a review. We would appreciate that very much. All those fun fun avenues to check out the show. Um, we do, as I said before, we have Nate Ernst from Downtown Donuts. He's going to be joining us through the entire episode. So what's up, Nate? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me here tonight. Yeah, buddy. Fun to hang out. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, before I ask you that question that I ask you every week, Mojo, let's take a few minutes and just talk about um, breaking news from today is the passing of the late Billy Graham. Yeah, that's uh, big news here in Charlotte, too, especially. And, I mean, worldwide, but he's based out of here in Charlotte, so I'm sure they've uh, been pl- planning this contingency plan for a while now. So You would think. Yeah. Uh, guy's been sick for a while. I know a couple couple of the uh, people at our church. They actually work for Billy Graham Organization, so mm-hmm. I, I know they'll probably be pretty tied up this week with yeah. uh, remembrance and remembrance plans and things like that. So, yeah, big, big, big story. How about if you were planning on visiting that, that library this week? Yeah. Might want to change your plans. Might want to, yeah, see if you can postpone those tickets to another day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, golly, you talk about a a gentleman that we will never see the likes of again in that type of era generation. We'll never see see that. Yeah, he uh, he revolutionized uh, he revolution, revolutionized church, basically. Yeah. Church wasn't didn't have to be confined in church. It could be in stadiums. As far as here in America, and I think a yeah. lot of people have taken that – that footprint that he used and has reduplicated it in other continents too. You look at the big Coliseum yeah. stadiums of Africa, they'll have half a million people show up. So yeah, yeah he was a, he was a, a giant, you know, amongst men. Yeah. So. And, and in a culture where men aren't, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, aren't men like they used to be. Um, I remember there was a, uh, a story of a, of a guy that got to sit on the sidelines, you know, just sit up on stage with Billy Graham, when uh, when he was giving the invitation, and usually he would sit down, you know, during the invitation and just kind of watch the people as they they came down. And <clears throat> he he was sitting there, and, and Billy Graham started playing with his fingernails. And and you know when you have that moment where you're like, oh no, this ginormous icon mm-hmm. that of the faith, and he starts playing with his fingernails, and he said, "Man, do you ever get one of those hangnails?" <laughs> and he just thought, "Oh man, this is going to be rough. You know, like my icon is going to fall, my hero is going to fall." And he goes, yeah, I had a hangnail this week, and went in to go to go get it fixed. And uh, the young woman was, uh, you know, taking care of it. And I told her about this thing. You should come check it out. And you know what? She's she's right there. That's pretty cool. You know, as, as she comes down to accept Christ, she's just picking at her. He was picking his fingernails, and just just the remembrance of you know always trying to live yeah. your day, day in and day out with that. So, no, so that's you know, cool there, I'm sure there'll be people that um, after the dust settles. Yeah, or I, who knows? Maybe in the middle of it. Knowing today's times, I mean, you you, you need to politicize things every, oh, yeah. all kinds of ways. Yeah. But um, if you re- agree with him politically or theologically, whatever, or disagree, um, I mean, he was he, he he lived his life on mission. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. he did a lot of tremendous good. I mean, he, his legacy will endure for a long time. Yeah, so no doubt. And it's not just his his legacy; it's the legacy of Christ that he mm-hmm. you know set up. Yeah. Did you guys ever get a chance to uh, see him speak? 
No, I haven't. Oh, I was in uh, Southern California. He came through. I couldn't tell you the year. 15, 18 <laughs> quite, years quite ago. A, yeah, quite a few years ago. Probably. Yeah, but you can't imagine a guy can't, you know, I was hearing audio today of him from the 40s and thinking, this guy has seen some stuff oh, yeah. over that time. I mean, you've seen the whole world shift in that time. And so I got to see him speak. It was pretty, you could understand. I mean, there was something really different about him. So that yeah. was, that was uh, something I'll remember yeah. for sure. Yeah, I saw him in like in Louisville one time. He was, he was there. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he. I don't think he ever. Uh, I don't think he ever uh, focused on the racial issues. I mean, he was he was a giant during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, of racial disharmony in the country, and uh, looked looked like the country was about to break at the seams. And also during the Vietnam War, I mean, mm-hmm. he. he he was a stand-up guy, yeah. so he'll be. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of years to never have any like scandal. No, oh, yeah. nothing ever. Like not even a little yeah. of anything. I think he had safeguards in place. I think he always had people with him. But I mean, gosh, in this day and age, I mean, that's a yeah, <laughs> that's a, even more impressive. Yeah, even Mike Pence gets you know ragged on for never being in a room alone with a woman, and he had the same policy as he yeah. would never. None of him himself or like his his male staff would ever be in a room but alone. Just, just go back to what Nate was saying: is that how many of these big mega preachers mm-hmm. that in today's time that actually get in trouble? Oh yeah, and it's usually yeah. because of no accountability system. Or I mean, you do have men and women mm-hmm. who celebrity stalk, yeah, and then they just find their way to weave in. Yeah, and of course the, the pastor's also complicit, so. For like 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 Nate said, to be ninety nine and yeah. not have any yeah. issues. I mean, that's yeah. pretty amazing in today's no time. No so you just think about all the presidents presidencies he's seen and the wars Since, and the economies and yeah. the changes changes of continents, you know, the the, the radical changes that have taken place. I mean He's I mean, lived through quite a bit. Y'all, he was before Twitter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claim to fame. That's going to be in the library, I think. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you the question I ask you every week. Mojo, how you be darn? Buddy, I'm tired, but I'm good. You are exhausted, my yeah, friend. Yeah, it's been a, my wife's out of town in San, mm. Di- San Diego. <laughs> Which we know is Spanish for never mind. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she gets back tomorrow night. But, um, yeah, it's been just me on daddy duty. So. Uh. You know, work, go get get the kids, go back to work. Yeah. Do do our little missional community family stuff. I mean, it's just been crazy this week. So. Yeah. And you, you've been doing a great job with the SFP Lent, so uh, good job well, on that. I, you've done better, but that's okay. <laughs> God uses us in different ways, I guess. So um, here's, here's what I figure. If God can talk through a donkey, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Though I've been called a jack jack a a lot of times, so right. I think that's pretty pretty equal. Um, but yeah, just uh, she gets back tomorrow, so luckily I'll be able nice. to have her, so I can actually <laughs> get some more work done sure. than I'm behind on. But that's that's a good thing. But yeah, nice. uh, uh, but I've found great pleasure in this weekend to just messing with my kids, though. So like I took <laughs> oh, all no. I took all the pop tarts and mixed them up. So because we had two different flavors, yeah. So I mixed up the flavors, you yeah. know. So it's kind of like, which one will I get this this morning? <laughs> Surprise so, yeah. pop tart. So because uh, mm. you know they're all in that same like silver cellophane pack. So sure. Yeah. So uh, I've got to do that. So just to humor me, humor myself a little bit during the week, break out the levity of uh, what's going on. So nice. But uh, yeah, I don't think I've been to bed this early in quite a while. Yeah. You know, like my my put my youngest down at eight thirty, and I'm like. Attaboy. I'm rubbing my eyes at 10, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's been, a, been an early days. Well so. done. Well done. How you be doing? Uh, I'm good. I do have a bone to pick with you, sir. Of course. Uh, one of the Step things in line. that you said last week was one of the 23 facts uh-huh. uh, was if you chew gum and cut onions at the same time, uh-huh. you won't cry. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. I, mm. I specifically tried, tried gum, it. and there's nothing I can do to make this Maybe it's stop. a specific gum. We may need to oh, find no. that out. Well, your article should have said that. Yeah. Do you do you have issues when you cry? Or like when you cut onions, do you cry? I'm just thinking we need to make this more complicated. Give them one more thing to do. Yeah. It's not just gum. You got to also twirl a pencil in one <laughs> hand, and that's how you keep from crying. Like, let's just see how messy we can make it. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. If Here's the thing. If, if I ever had any secrets of the government, all you had to do was stick me in a room with just some onions right. that were cut, and, dude, I would break in maybe 10 minutes. My <laughs> eyes were going nuts. 
Well, you know the, tri- the trick things. is if you breathe out the breath through your mouth. No, no, I yeah, tried. That too? I tried <laughs> the gum breathing out of my mouth. They said put a piece of bread in your mouth yeah, and hold that, it that there. You could do that silver or something about the silver. Yeah, hold it like a silver, uh, silver, yeah. silver. Nickel if I take a silver bullet and <laughs> it might work, it, that might help. It might work. Oh my Water, gosh. water helps. Like you wet the onion and that yeah. keeps the chemicals away. Or if something. I do it on, in a pool. Mm-hmm. Maybe that might while help. chewing gum while chewing <laughs> breathing through your mouth. It'll Don't snorkel. forget the rest. Yeah, yeah. filled with they, silver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> silver gum. Yeah, I I, I just can't do. So that. I listener, hate onions. If a listener out there has a suggestion Please. on how big and can cut onions without crying, I will do Great. the entire SFP land cutting onions if that thing doesn't work. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, so uh, here we go. Here's some wacky news. All right, sir. So, uh, as I said in the promo, a passenger gets arrested and thrown off a flight for farting. This is the second occurrence. Is uh, it? Yes. I have not been yes. keeping score, but a pilot made an emergency landing after a flight broke after a fight broke out over a passenger who refused to stop passing gas. Two Dutchmen that could explain it, sitting next to the flatulent passenger, reported to ask the man to stop, but he refused. Continued to break wind around a trans. Transavia airline flight to Dubai from Amsterdam. Um, they he wouldn't stop, and so they got in on a fight, and they just went at it. Hmm. I mean, y'all tore up more than once. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on on a flight. There's Could a you? lot of sound. There's oh, a lot yeah. of other people. It's got to be pretty bad to you know instigate it, it, instigate fisticuffs between the passengers. It could have been a, it could have been really a really bad SBD, you know, silent but deadly. Oh. So. But the thing is like have he had to have been making noise cuz if right. you are doing an SBD, you I mean you're not you don't know who it is. Right. So he had to have been making noise. Maybe it was uh, ye who smelt it dealt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- that had to have been some juicy gas. I mean, yeah, maybe so. You, you'll recall on the flight that I had for, in India from mm-hmm. from Germany to India, man, that got a hold of me, and I couldn't, I could barely hold it. The but roll of the dice. I held it in as best I could, but I mean, to get in a fight over the guy farting, like, dude, just take some like modium or something, right? But he refused. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know how many times they fought people? Maybe they just go everywhere doing this. They just, <laughs> yeah. they're just like on their own little personal mission to the flying Dutchman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that brings a whole new the thing. Flying to Dutch Dutchman, oven, right? the Dutch ovens. Yeah, yeah. there's all kinds. Those of... Dutch, they they just like to fight with people farting, fight and fart, <laughs> a fight and fart fart response. So a fight and fart syndrome, or uh-huh. s- instead of fight and flight, yeah. <laughs> fight and flight, yeah, fight and, fart flight and, and fight. Fart, yeah. mm-hmm. Wow. So I mean, gosh, y'all. Just stop. <laughs> just stop tooting. Toot. Go ahead. You guys, you got a bunch of them. Oh, all right. So the next one is, did you catch the the, the NBA All-Star Game with Fergie doing um, I the did National not. Anthem? I did not. I turned, I turned on ESPN to watch the highlights of it, mm-hmm. and then they broke out into politics. I turned it back <laughs> off, so <laughs> I didn't watch it. Oh, buddy. So um, you haven't. So I will um, I'll play the video here for us. The Star-Spangled Banner is an acclaimed singer, songwriter, actress, and eight-time Grammy Award winner from Hacienda Heights, California, Fergie. The announcer, the announcer. sounds a little nasally. Yeah. Yeah. So here she goes. can you see? horrible right now. Is she taking off clothes too at the you same time? You would think part? so. Yeah. No? I mean. Who's what's right and bright stars? What do you think about that? Um, I'm expecting a train wreck here in a second, so. Yeah. Or the rim we watched 
Yeah, when you start to see people starting to smile in the audience, you know <laughs> that uh, they're thinking the same thing I am. So. Yeah. Here's the thing. The singing isn't horrible. It's just the rendition. Yeah, this is her style, right? This is how she does every song. This reminds me of uh, when Marilyn uh, Monroe yes. did the happy birthday to JFK. Yeah. yeah. Who approved this song, though? That's exactly a great question. Whoa. <laughs> and you can see, like, everybody's starting to kind of snicker a little bit. Look <laughs> <laughs> your face, by the way. There's Draymond Green. He's. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like how you sing it in the shower. Yes. I told you I have this. I have this thing. Uh, I have this thing about where I feel embarrassed for people. Yeah, yeah. This is it. I feel embarrassed for secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. Here you go. Big finish. Brave. Bring it home. Uh. Mm, you know, hey, the, buddy. the notes are there. The, the notes, notes are, are there. there. Yeah, some you know? of the notes are there. <laughs> I'd rather feel embarrassed for her than me trying that. Oh yeah, being yeah. Embarrassed oh yeah. For me, what a train wreck. Are you, are you talking about Fergie? Or are you talking about uh, <laughs> the, the mic that just dropped? This set up at the studio sometimes. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, golly, I, I I couldn't do any better. I thought the like you said, the notes were there. But the rendition, no, that was. Yeah, I had was certain parts with part of the delivery, you know, the ying ying, you know, yeah. the the that. I, I don't know. Pe- be, people can have their own interpretation of the national anthem. Doesn't bother me because you, you know, Van Halen famously did a guitar rendition. Mm-hmm. There's been several, so I don't, that don't bother me. I know people are probably will be flapping their, their gums about the rendition and, of it. Yeah, right, they are, but <clears throat> it uh, that is probably the. It had the potential to be the sexiest version of the national anthem I've ever heard. I mean, I, I, um, it's like, what if you could sing, but you can only sing one style of song? If it's not oh, a, a good question, if it's not a talk sing song, whatever the heck the Black Eyed Peas you'd call whatever mm-hmm. she was yeah. doing there. Yeah. I like she got singer, acclaimed singer. So I don't know if the announcer was doing quotes during that or <laughs> air, air quotes while he announced that. I don't or know. I, I think he was doing another shot of flow nase because he was, boy, he well, was, he was nasal. a bit nasally. Yeah. I couldn't take him, by the way. Uh, imagine, um, imagine him doing play by play. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, it would not be Christina Aguilera. Like when she does all that, like, like, yeah. you know, up and down stuff. She, I can't she does do this that. thing that with finger, fingers on the hand. Yeah, on, I don't on get that either. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the purpose mm-hmm. of that? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get that. Herself. It's like, it's like she's playing the trumpet. Like if the microphone was a trumpet. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she's Louis Armstrong reincarnated. <laughs> Didn't they? Well, anyway. Well, uh, Fergie? He went a much different direction this time, if yeah. that's the case. Yeah, know? no doubt. <laughs> Fergie, she's, she's, Fergie's not bad looking, though, you know? She's not bad looking, though. Yeah, she's like 40-something, so... Well, she's not, she's I not am, too. Looking. She ain't bad looking. But, um... Yeah? Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so, here's my my next one. It, you know, with all the tragedy that's happening in, in this country, one thing that we need to talk about is the lobster emoji. Uh, that there is that a, came out. There's a lobster emoji, and that. there was a backlash from Maine that uh, got the senator from Maine even riled up. That um, that there's only eight legs on the lobster emoji, and people went in a panic in Maine hmm. because there are, in fact, ten arms. I am glad to hear Maine's doing so well, though. I'm glad yeah. to hear yeah. they're out of that's problems. The, that's the only issue and, they have. Yeah, li- they're like the list was empty. Guess what? Something popped up this week. <laughs> you know, they they we might they might the be they might be out of problems because it is it is Maine. I mean, right? Like, yeah. Once you got rid of Angela Lansbury and murder, she wrote of people dying every week. I think that that's pretty right. much summed it up. All <laughs> twelve people were like, "We're doing good up here." So, <laughs> I, I listen. If you're in Maine right now, I need you to get down on the ground, get on your knees, and thank the good Lord that that's the only thing you got to worry about. No doubt. I mean, come on. So, y'all. y'all. A senator got involved. That's what the senator that, was like, hey, there, there's not enough legs. You know what? We good. need to make this thing work. 
<laughs> part of his platform for re-election, I think. Just he will probably well, use it too. Well spent tax dollars on uh, solving the crisis of the emoji. So here's to you, Senator Angus King, by the way, who is the uh, the that's senator. A, that's a pretty badass. Yeah, that's, that's a rock and roll that's name, a right great there. Name. That's that, like uh, that's like he's the, fine. That's he's like allowed. The, that's like the new guitarist for ACDC or something. <laughs> that was also. Uh, MacGyver's first name, by the way. Angus. Angus. Hmm. Did not know that. Did not know that either. I mean... I, I think I knew that, yeah. but probably forgotten it. Yeah. So, there you go. There's that. <laughs> go uh, ahead and go with I'm yours. just saying, uh, for today's show, I found one. Uh, a Michigan bakery sells 600-plus flaming Hot Cheetos donuts in two hours. Whoa. Uh-oh. So if, you're look, if you're looking for some unique uh, recipes here, maybe you need to check this out. Uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, the results are in. Despite doubt and skepticism from many, it appears a Grand Rapids bakery donut experiment was a rousing success. Uh, there were mixed reactions when the donut conspiracy uh, announced they were releasing a flaming hot Cheeto donut for one day only. However, after more than 600 of the cheesy creations were sold in less than two hours, it's hard to argue with the idea wasn't a good one. Mm. So kind of the opposite of Maine, though, if you're in Michigan, you're just desperate, like, please just set my mouth on fire (laughs) with just artificial. I need artificial chemicals setting my tongue on fire because we live in Michigan. So I've actually started bonfires with flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, Yeah. I've heard that. It's legit. I've heard that's a thing. Um, This was a secret that I'm just going to reveal to everyone. Okay. Um, My well, I won't say who because I don't want to get this person in trouble, but a friend talked to a fire arson investigator and the arson investigator said if you're going to burn a place down use potato chips because they never search for that they look for incelerants like gasoline kerosene things like that but no one would ever think potato chips so mm. I'm just saying, if you got to burn a place down, you heard it here you, on you Southern Fried Plastic. a couple baggy, uh, bags of wavy lays and mm-hmm. go think, to town. But you think they spread misinformation ever just to kind of curb the dumb ones? <laughs> all, like, of a, all of a sudden, that's their main thing. They uh, search for potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we know who did it. It's the guy who listened to our advice. <laughs> well, now we're just disseminating that information. So now you don't know. So yeah. that's what we're doing. Mm. Fake news. <laughs> we are fake news. Facts are optional here on this show. Uh, speaking of facts, these are the 10 best places for fried chicken in North Carolina. Mm-mm. I'm going to ask you if you know any of these. Um, <clears throat> Carolina Fried Chickens in Robbins, North Carolina is number one, by the way. Really? What do you think about that? Tucked in Robbins, North Carolina, your chi- their chicken is almost as good as grandma's. I might have to put that on the list. Have you? Um, we're going to go through this and see if you've been there or not. All right. Um, don't fall asleep. <clears throat> Beastly's Chicken and Honey in Raleigh. I've not, but I've heard good things about it. Mm. They, you can sweeten the deal with their waffles. They say. Mm. Price's Chicken Coop here in Charlotte. I think we've talked about that once been or twice. Price, been to Price's several times. Yeah, we were by there, and I wanted to stop. Or actually, wow. we went to Mama Rosito's. Actually, that's what Mama Rosito's. Risotto's. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, Hathaway's Fried Chicken in Monroe. No, but that's close by. Their their picture of their mac and cheese looks legit, and they have biscuits. So I might give that a shot. That's a three. The chicken three. actually doesn't look that great, to be honest with you. Uh, Mister Charles Chicken and Fish in Charlotte. I have not, but who can argue with chicken and fish? Here's where I want to go, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy D's Super Soul Food in Hendersonville, North Carolina. The fact that it's called Daddy D's kind of makes me want to go there. I'll be by there Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. I would love for you to stop by. I'll do that. Daddy D's, uh, White Swan Barbecue and Fried Chicken hmm. in multiple locations, it says. <laughs> They're that good. <laughs> They're in multiple locations. Uh, the Chicken Hut in Durham. Been to the Chicken Hut in Durham. Um, D&U Chicken in Wilmington. I have not been there. Um, and how about this? Making the list of the top 10 places in um, North Carolina. Mr. C's restaurant in Concord, North Carolina. No way. I swear to you, Dude, no look way. at it right there. Now See? we know this is rigged. Have you ever been to Mr. C's? Listen, I live close by Mr. C's, and I swear that place is packed every time I All go by the there. All the time. All the time, right? It's astounding. But it's cheap food. That's why. Oh. With the drive through Yeah. They <laughs> got it cornered. And it is the... Like, you better have your drive-in drive game there, because mm-hmm. the drive through system is... Yeah. Crazy, yeah. Is it? Oh yeah. You, we haven't even tried you it. You got to go there. Just get like a water and drive through there. I mean, it is, <laughs> dude, it is. I'm here for the crazy. water. 
Oh. Um, I, Any good? I, well, I can't say I've ever had the chicken. Well, how are you going to say you this is rigged if you well, never had the chicken? I usually <laughs> I usually base a, a base a restaurant like on burgers and fries. And, but this uh, is a chicken questionnaire. Yeah, but if you don't have the basics down, how can you do chicken? What? Okay, I'll give you this. I will try it. You can't go to Chick-fil-A and say, I'm going to judge Chick-fil-A on their sausage biscuit. You can't do that. It's but, not possible. But they, hold on. In my favor, they didn't introduce the sausage biscuit until the 90s. They, I, we grew up with Chick-fil-A. Remember when the Chick-fil-A at the mall? But that, I'm just saying we, the whole the, thing. The little old lady on a, on a Saturday night, you'd go back and get multiple samples and have you all complete meal. Hmm? Yeah. Wait, what? You don't remember that? No. In the mall, there was a Chick-fil-A. Okay. Okay, and there, and there would be a little old lady out there standing with, with samples. Mm, see, that's what got me, because I always went and got the bourbon chicken. I never went to the Chick-fil-A. Well, you gotta, yeah, you got to get the bourbon chicken at the whatever the name Chick, oh, Chinese restaurant is. I love that place. They're probably a lot more aggressive with their samples oh, than yeah. Chick-fil-A Sample? was. So, yeah. 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 They yeah. would throw them at well, you. Because, throw them shove them up your you. nose. <laughs> that's, because the, uh, that's because the little old lady that handed out samples uh, was trying to actually get away from her grandkids. Her <laughs> kids were trying to make, you know, push them off on. So she was there gladly working at Chick-fil-A. Sure. <laughs> She's her drops her kids get, get, get drops her grandkids off at the mall. Yeah, let's you know, does does her let's little KFC Let them hit up the bourbon chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Do they know. have bourbon in China? I'm just curious. Oh, that. that's a good question. I don't know. Well, we're gonna have to give Mr. C as a a run a, a try. I might actually do that tonight. So they were number nine. They were at number nine. Who's number ten? D and U Chicken in Wilmington. Oh, yeah. yeah. D and U. Yeah. That doesn't sound appealing, does it? It doesn't doesn't quite have the same ring as Daddy D's. Is it like someone's name D, or these are just initials D and it, U? All I've got here is D and U. It should be D D U I. Is open three days a week on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Drop in for perfectly seasoned fried chicken. Uh, actually, it was probably is yeah D and U is actually probably D U N N U T S. That's probably what it was. Don't do nuts. <laughs> D nuts. D yeah. nuts. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have Nate Ernst from Downtown Donuts. We'll call him Mr. C's to go order. You think so? All right. We'll be back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Words cannot describe how awesome Robert and his team at Webmerized are. In our time of need, Robert came through for us and devoted more time than expected to help our organization develop our new website. It truly is a blessing to have an individual that can speak to the average person not in the IT world in a manner that can easily be understood. The process of working with his team was painless, and I look forward to working with them for future projects. Our website is spectacular, and I'm really proud of what was developed by Webmerized. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Don't take Stella H's word for it and also Southern Fried Philosophies, but go out to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, or check out the sponsors link on our website. And if you mention the word biggin in your order, you'll get 10% off. Check them out at webmerize.com for your web services needs. All right, we are back. This is Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, and with us in studio is Nate Ernst. I'm saying that right, correct? Absolutely. Oh, let me yeah. let me turn you up. No, uh, you're good. From downtown Donuts, and <clears throat> I need to set the record straight. When when you first opened up, Nate, uh, Biggin went down and he got some some donuts. I brought him back, and then we sat around here for probably about an hour or so, and then you chit chatted and tried to get stuff set up, <clears throat> and then we reviewed your donuts. Yeah. Um, we gave you a 3.5 yeah. out of five biscuits. That's true. Um, but uh, you can't just take a, a donut by the first time you try it. So mm-hmm. we went back, and then we went, kept going back, and then kept going back, and still keep going back. And I realized that that's not a fair assessment of of your donuts. And, oh, I'm glad to hear this. I'm and, glad to hear this. And you have had to have from since day one. You had to have changed something to it. Hmm. You had from day one. You can't say that they're the same donuts. They, you know, there's a lot of things that go into what makes it good, and so yeah, it adjusts. It okay. adjusts. All right, because even at the beginning, weren't they like they were? They were small. They were small. Yeah. See? Yeah. We fought a lot of. You know, there's a lot of uh, factors that go into it. Donuts are one of these like finicky desserts. It's fried dough, but it's finicky still. Mm. So, you know, when we open, it's the summertime. It's hot. You're in an old mm-hmm. building from. 1915, I think, so 100-year-old building, and 
So that thing does not, it is not made to heat and cool and keep humidity at bay. So we've got, you know, we've got multiple systems in place. We've got a new, you know, all kinds of factors going into it, a new business, new team. And so they were small, not intentionally, but that's mm-hmm. how the equipment spits them out. And um, we adjusted and adjusted and adjusted and uh, eventually bought a new piece of equipment. Okay. And that helped with the size. And even now, even with new, uh, a new piece, uh, which is always surprisingly expensive for a tiny piece <laughs> of metal, um, you could get a used car. But the, uh, <laughs> but uh, now we still sometimes have size variations. So really? we just all keep an eye on it. We all just, you know, and you're cranking out, you know, hundreds of donuts. So you got to kind of yeah. keep a keen eye for it because you get lost in running the rest of it, too. Mm, so I'm sure. Well, I'm glad it was better than three and a half. I was actually thinking about bringing you just three and a half donuts. Oh, tonight, oh, but oh, I brought nice. you a whole half dozen. So we, we've got you brought some donuts. I for don't us. know what they are. I told oh, the girls, hey, just, just make a half dozen of whatever you like, which is their favorite way to. It's all of our favorite ways to make donuts. So. Hey, go grab those day olds in the back. <laughs> <laughs> that one dropped on the floor. That'll be. That's a great one. They they love it. Uh, I will say that I will bump mine up to pretty close to four and a a solid four and a half. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that any day. Maybe, maybe pushing like if I could do like a 4.75. I, I really Two do love decimal points. I like yeah. the double decimals. Didn't you guys do a collaboration here recently with Red Hill? Yes. Yes. Chris over Red Hill, who just like everybody I've met down here is like the nicest guy ever. And he said, Hey, I've got this idea for a donut beer. Uh, when people tell me their ideas, I feel like I don't know how to do the rest of that idea. So <laughs> it was great. He said, yeah, here's what I need. Here's how we're going to do it. And, uh, he just kind of said, it's going to happen. And I just kept waiting. And then one day he texted me and said, let's make it happen. So we started gathering up donuts right then. He took about 20 pounds of donuts and turned it into a uh, donut beer. Mm. And uh, it was great. He gave, I got a growler out of it, and it was oh, wow. fantastic. Yeah, so. I heard, I've heard great things about it from several people. Yeah, there. it was great. And, of course, he was super easy to work with and yeah. super nice. And so, yeah, I'd love to do it again, too, sometime. I think he's got all kinds of, you know, I'm seeing every week he uh, – has uh, new variations coming out. So yeah. that one was really good, though. Super, super cool guy at Red Hill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, friend of the show. Oh, good. But, but I have not I have not had this donut beer, so now I'm... Well, yeah. we got to get a round two, you know. And he said, <laughs> hey, I think it's going to taste this way or that way. But, of course, you don't really know until you get into it. So as right. we were doing it, we, uh, you know, we figured out it might actually be a little different than that. So we'll see how a round two would go on that. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm finicky on flavored beers. So this is kind of mm-hmm. way off subject. But you know how finicky... Some, some breweries, craft breweries, will add like so much artificial sweetener or right. flavor oh, sure. to it. Yeah. yeah. It just makes it wait. Yeah. You know, you want to think it tastes like that, but yeah. it really don't, you know? Well, and, and we've talked about this before is like the sweet baby Jesus that I, mm-hmm. I, I, from Duclaw that I loved for a while. And then, like, I tasted the one from High Branch and mm-hmm. it's completely different. Yeah. The, the artificial peanut butter and the sweet baby Jesus just doesn't do it for me like right. High Branch does. Yeah, these ones were not flavored. So it, I think he was using the doughiness of it, but yeah. we did not include any flavors. We didn't do yeah. icings or anything else. So it was just the dough part. It was it was great. Well, cake batter, cake batter ice cream and cake mm-hmm. batter flavored yeah. everything. So <laughs> you can't good. go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm no. sure donuts uh, that had to be great. Yeah. So what, what started donuts? Where did your love of donuts begin? And, and what made you decide to open up? Yeah. Uh, Actually, well, let's back up. Are you okay. using your college degree right now? For your- <laughs> <laughs> My college degree is uh, English with a minor in technical and professional writing. I would say. So you I, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much just everyone knows that's a quick segue into donuts. Um, <laughs> it's on the exit, you know, on your uh, commencement address mm-hmm. or your yeah. uh, graduation uh, speech. Uh, no. So we did donuts not because everybody asked us have you been making donuts forever um the truth is we did not make donuts <laughs> until two nights before we opened Are oh wow serious? <laughs> i'm serious well that explains so much now <laughs> yeah um that's a big roll of the dice man it was oh a big gosh. now i was not nervous about this i think my wife and a lot of my family maybe some friends were very nervous about this it i i thought that's ah, fine it'll be fine uh, no big deal just yeah. throw some stuff together no it'll big be deal fine. we'll uh we'll figure it out so we uh <laughs> 
We opened it because we love downtown Concord. So we wanted wow. a business down here. For years, we've looked at businesses come and go. We've seen yeah. some of the ones that have stuck around, like you're talking about Red Hills, great, and the Creamery, of course, and some of the restaurants that have been here a long time. And we wanted to be a part of that make our own little contribution and kind of create a place people could always go. So we were looking mm-hmm. at a place you would want to go back to often um, and a place that was there all the time because it's really tough to plan around not being there, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's days or hours or something. And, you know, when you've got kids or you've got family in town or something, you're looking for something. So, um, yeah. uh, and you can't kind of be second guessing because <laughs> we're not going to spend 50 minutes packing up the car right. to uh, <laughs> to go somewhere and then it's closed. So uh, all those things went together and we ended up... Um, we saw, so we've tossed around tons of business ideas over the years. We've got four kids now, so mm. those plans have uh, <laughs> been backburnered and frontburnered <laughs> and sideburnered all along. And uh, this just seemed like the right fit. Um, I was working full time, uh, so I did it on the side. I would come in. Uh, about seven thirty, and then I just work until nine. I could work from home, so I'd go work at home, and then about five fifteen or something, I'd be back and uh, working on the shop. So we built wow. the tables, and we built the chalkboards, and we did the trim, and wow. we uh, did the counters, and you know the coffee counter and the donut counter. If you guys have been there, uh, you know you'll know what I'm saying. And um, so, not you know, there's a few things that uh, we bought, but uh, it was a lot of work to upfit painting sure. and a lot of things. So. Um, we did that, and uh, the donuts was we were you know of all the business ideas, donuts just had a lot of momentum. Yeah. You know they're getting popular everywhere. Concord has no donut shop, uh, despite having a Krispy Kreme uh, distribution right down the road here. But <laughs> makes no sense, does it? Well, you know, I think they must have. Well, I don't want to spray it, spread hearsay, but I think they must do pretty well with the grocery stores, yeah, and that must yeah. be um, then the fundraiser stuff, probably. Too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So. Um, so we saw that had a lot of momentum and all of Concord had no donut shop. And I felt like it was a race against time yeah. uh, because I, even now as we're talking, I think there's four shops. So yeah. um, it went quick for a town of 80 or 90,000 people. That's uh, quite a few to uh, pop up all in about six months. So, yeah. um, so that's what kind of uh, uh, launched um, donuts. So just on a whim, I'm just going to do that. <laughs> that's insane. It's the best way to start a business and spend a lot of money <laughs> is long, on a whim. How long have you guys been in business now? So we opened June. So what are we? Nine months, something like that. Nine months. Um, I well, think. I tell you what, the success rate of a restaurant, especially in the restaurant industry. It's very short. If you've never actually prepared the pot product, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. That's, for, you to, for you to be sitting here nine months and actually not be, like, sweating, you know, is, is a tremendous, <laughs> tremendous accolades because that was the industry was I was in. Name. Yeah, so oh, yeah, you, sure. you just see people pop up, and then all of a sudden you go back to try them again, and they're closed. Yeah, so. it's really uh, – the consistency is tough to be consistent with service and product and the mm-hmm. rest. I mean, you know, I – Hopefully we make it look easy, but really, I mean, we've I've poured just hundreds of hours into this thing. You know I'm sure I mean? we. I, I'm sure. I think about it all the time. I dream. <laughs> I dream about it well, okay. uh, every few nights. I dream that I clean the whole store, and then I wake up and go, "Oh no, I didn't actually do it. I got to go in and do it." So <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a labor of love. I mean, you know, absolutely. You work a lot of hours. You sweat. You 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 shake your fist at the sky, but you're your own man. You yeah, know, so there's a lot of reward of that, but. Just for people to, that don't understand, donuts are a temperamental, temperamental. Little, 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 little SOB. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's like, it, you know, when consulting in restaurants and stuff, you ha- the, the correct ratio of flour to water, you know, to yeast, yeah. and, I mean, it's got to be on the spot, because especially here in the South where, you know, one day you'll be no humidity and the next day you'll be 400% humidity. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. You, you constantly have to adjust your your ratios and recipes yeah. on the fly so um there's just a for donut to be so like, like he said earlier to be so tiny it is very complicated i mean we especially like i said especially yourself we have no consistency yeah. at all you know how it is in the winter time sure we'd be freezing our rear ends off and two inches of snow the next day is 92 yeah i mean it's just it's crazy yeah. and the other thing too to point out is with your donuts like you make them on the spot so on they're the always spot. hot so that that hot light is on all the time because they're, the time. Really, they're brand new. So they're not just sitting in a case just getting, you know, 
Yeah, and it's hard because you're kind of opening up the process, everybody seeing you do it, you Mm -hmm. know? So it's like, if something goes wrong, we're right there out in the open, you know? You got to kind of, um, so, I mean, you know, we've had just some amazing staff that, you know, has helped us run it. I mean, because we're open 12 hours a day for six days a week. Mm. So there's an hour on each side of prepping and cleaning and everything else. And then occasionally we do Sundays. It's a lot of hours to fill. And uh, we have just had some really incredible people to, you know, help. You know, I think, gosh, I think the first three or four people I hired just worked the longest days and they were just amazing. I still try to, I still occasionally text them when I can to go, are you sure? How's college working? Are you sure you don't want to come, uh, come back to the donut shop? Well, but I think you find being in a small business like you're in, especially in the hospitality industry, I think you find more loyal, more dedicated people because some people are just ingrained with that corporate mindset sure, you know, to where sure. they'll work at the, the, the fast food joints or the, the, uh, corporate chains and they have that mindset. Mm-hmm. So when you find, I mean, when I had my restaurants, you know, I had five burger restaurants at one time, oh, the, wow. the kids that I hired still keep in touch with me. Oh, that's I mean, awesome. You know, cause they, you, I guess they look, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give myself this much cred, but maybe <laughs> as a, as a father figure or a big brother figure, yeah. I mean, I've been there for all, a lot of their weddings, a lot of their births. So wow. the dedication, and like you said, I mean, I had 16 year old girls, coming in and painting walls and for 14 hours a day oh, because open it, it just yeah. the dedication is crazy yeah so. it's awesome and it's a test i mean you know it's a testament to the concord here we've got people who are really interested in concord sticking around and having yeah. cool stuff and yeah. they're interested in being a part of it and you know when you're when your shop has one or two people in it at a time right now you know you're a huge part of whatever that yeah. is whatever that footprint is so yeah it's been awesome and the community too has been great to act you know to show up like they showed up our first couple days yeah. where Dude, we, it was like a couple hours to try to get something. Yeah, it was crazy. And, you know, seriously, my wife and I thought we would have our kids with us. Mm-hmm. We thought we might meet a dozen people. We thought this would be kind of this because, like I said, I work full time. I didn't have intentions of uh, stopping that. So yeah. to have a line down the road for, <laughs> you know, down the street for 12 hours, two days in a row was just yeah. insane. We ran out the second day. We ran out of our shortening. You got to use a special mm-hmm. donut shortening. You can't just like go to Sam's and get liquid or something. Some Crisco. Yeah. So you can, so, you know, yeah, it was, it's like you just can't do anymore at that point. Yeah. And, uh, so we, so we, I couldn't get some until I went way out to, uh, well, to another place and bought some from another <laughs> donut place to be able to open the next week. Cause I mean, I had no idea our purveyor is going like, are you sure you have it set up right? I'm like, you have no idea what <laughs> right. this looks like here. He, they weren't expecting it either. So, you know, well, next time just call Mr. C's and see if you can get some of the yeah, huge chicken shortening. Uh, I'm sure that's that good. would, that would be an interesting auction. Mm. Mm. Fried chicken, uh, donut. Do you, right mind there, if I, do you mind if I come in and there play on a day off? Yeah, that's right. We need to do it. We need to do it. <laughs> well, I'm drinking a donut beer from Red Hill. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> One of the things though, that, that I really like about, uh, your, your business is you, you keep thinking, you keep it guessing. You keep, there's all kinds of different donuts that, that are on special. So there was a um, uh, Harry Potter donut. Yeah, there were sure. Star Wars donuts, all yeah. kinds of different things that hmm. really kind of. Like, that, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's all my wife. My wife yeah. is like, yeah, she stays home with our four kids, but she's a genius. She's just <laughs> like, she, the kids don't know how good they have it. And then one day they'll go, oh, other people are not like her. So yeah, she comes good. up with all that stuff. And the, and the Harry Potter ones were one of those things. When we first talked about the idea, it must have been in the first or second day. She went, we, I bet we could do this. Started writing down what they could be. She kind of mm-hmm. refined it. So she was ready to go on that. And we had no idea how much people uh she's well into that world i know it but i'm not as uh, hardcore people identify strongly oh, with yeah. the harry potter stuff yeah. so people come in and say i'm a ravenclaw or i'm a what you know and <laughs> yeah. like yeah Yo. so it was I'm good lost. It was, mm-hmm. i've never even seen the movie well yeah there you go. Well, you've had the donuts, so yeah. The, uh, but you're right; it was dedicated following. Yeah, it was great. So yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to figure out some more ways of doing that. I'm sure my wife has a lot more ideas. She yeah. is she on Pinterest all day trying to come up with donut designs. Yeah, everywhere. I mean, 
the internet has made all of this stuff just yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, you can do, we do everything. I do most of it from my phone. And, uh, yeah. So she, between that, between websites and Instagram and people make cool stuff at home that they post and mm-hmm. people have written to us with ideas and posts in the comments about ideas. But we started out with about six months of specials. So we knew for about six months what it would be. You know, the tricky thing is how do you get just enough of an ingredient for mm-hmm. a week of a donut, you know, yeah. and that's that, you know, there's lots of things that get complicated when you try to just add one thing. So, yeah. One of the things that I also like that you did was uh, a while back, you helped out with the, the local homeless shelter and oh, right. you had like just the chocolate donuts. But if you brought in some paper products, then you got like 10% off. Sure, so you're sure. also giving back to the community, which I think is a really cool cool thing you guys are doing oh yeah thanks yeah we'd like to find more ways to do it you know what's so hard like i was saying when people have ideas i don't know the rest of it and that was one (laughs) of those things somebody at our church said hey i just talked to the uh, salvation army and they need this yeah and so i kind of did some digging to make sure that was actually the case and it was actually the case we showed up and they did they said set it here where all that stuff goes there was nothing there wow and um so it was a uh, yeah it was a great opportunity people and i think we filled the back of my little yeah. suv with stuff and you know people showed up with stuff that was amazing so yeah. we'll have to find more ways to do it it's hard you know it's always hard to just figure out the right way to do it and not um you know, you could kind of kill yourself trying to chase everything down, and yeah, then you never definitely. know what the real need is. So that was one that was really great. And the Salvation Army is like two blocks from us, so it was yeah. a perfect. You know, uh, we'll have to do that again sometime. Yeah, very cool. So, what's next for you guys? Any any inside scoop of? Oh what man, we have a lot of. Uh, <laughs> you know, we have a lot of ideas floating around, but it's hard to get uh, traction on some of it because it takes some dedicated time. Sure, I will tell you, there's a vehicle restoration in the works. Oh wow, um, that would be it? very cool. Now we've just done the exterior is hopefully complete soon we have not done it does not run okay <laughs> so right. it's just for looks huh? yeah for now but it would be cool to restore it so uh stay mm. tuned for that um we really would love to get more into some of the wedding and event um uh, oh, things. yeah we've done some weddings we've done some events for espn uptown actually ordered a whole bunch of donuts uh, oh, nice. one time hopefully they didn't talk about politics because i can't seem to get away from <laughs> you love them we stipulated ESPN when politics. we delivered these are these are polit- politics free donuts did, so. did, you bring, did, or did they say make a great make america great again <laughs> no. make sports great again make donuts great again make don- yeah that's what it was uh so yeah so there's some of that um and i think there's another theme coming up okay. uh, especially with the uh, resurgence of superheroes. I think mm. there's a lot of potential there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good call. So, yeah. How much uh, would it cost for us to have a Southern fried donut, <clears throat> Southern fried philosophy donut? Oh, that's a great question. You know, yeah, let's figure that out. I bet we could figure <laughs> something out with that. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. We talked about the business and everything. Kind of give us the makeup of, or not a recipe, your recipe, but just kind of give people an idea of the process of actually making a donut. Yeah, sure. So I'm a I'm a food nerd, so I love. Mm-hmm. Stuff yeah, like this. these are um, these are cake donuts, so they're not as dense as like what people are used to at Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. That is uh, Dunkin's horrible. Those are sad. Donuts. Good coffee, but. Mm-hmm. Well, they're dropping the donuts from their name, so I think that's probably all uh-huh. part of it. Because uh, no. they used Duncan. to, uh, they used to actually make them on site. Now they just ship no, them yeah. in frozen. There's a few locations that still make them, but right. I don't even know what make means at that point. Um, <laughs> so they're everything uh, open the box, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna need some scissors. Um, <laughs> so we. Uh, so we do a vanilla cake donut. That's our base. And then we do a bunch of toppings. That helps us do them just in time. When we do something like a chocolate or apple cider, we've got to switch out the recipe. And so, and we can't reuse it on the same equipment. So mm-hmm. that's why we do those like on a Sunday when we're not usually open. And we'll open for a couple hours and, and do those. Um, and then our... Uh, the toppings, you know, you can mix and match. And we try to do something interesting anytime we do a... Spe- so we do 12 donuts... And one is a special of the week. So that one rotates every week. And we try to do something that you can't usually get there mm-hmm. um, combined with sometimes things that you can get there. So, mm-hmm. um, But the process is just like a spe- specific cake flour, sugar, yeast, water. I Yeah. 
Yeah. Basically. He's, he's not giving away. Yeah, I can't give you too many secrets. Are there but, 11 yeah, herbs and spices that could kill me? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. And special donut shortening. I'm writing this down. Yeah, yeah. Now, don't, yeah, that, that one doesn't take much to, uh, to figure out on that one. But. <laughs> do, you, do you guys use a conveyor belt system or is it just uh, the old school? Because, you know, that, like some donuts are actually process cut. And then they, Oh yeah, no, we, um, uh, we do, we've got a mixer in the back. That's where we make the, uh, actual donut batter. We mm-hmm. bring it out, we put it in the uh, machine and, you know, years ago, I mean, they've been making these machines since I think the thirties maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the machine, uh, cuts the donut for you. So there's some adjusting to do on there, but it's a fried donut and it's all automated there. So that even, machine... Even into the oil, it's automated? Yeah. Yep, it just drops yep. it right in there. Yeah, it's got Drop a big like hopper. And okay. uh, you fill that hopper. That thing is all on... It's a pretty cool contraption because mm-hmm. it's all driven on a motor that kind of... It's all the measurements and timing are all right. And That's then, cool. uh And then that just fries it about a minute and a half or so. And then at the end, it drops out. You let it... Uh, cool for a moment and then uh and then you top them so. yeah the only only time i've ever made donuts was the you know, the old school like i mean the restaurant has been there since like you know i think benjamin or benjamin franklin ain't there or something <laughs> you had to draw they drop the donut hand drop them and then you had to flip them with the big chops yeah mix. right mm-hmm. right some crazy process yeah that's a whole that's a whole thing that you know yeah i remember being at a restaurant auction one time and there was a little orbits donut fry oh sure yeah, so that's what this is, but it's a big one. It's but a, I tried to buy it from my house. I was like, I'm going to be in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's gotten really popular is they've started selling imitations from China. Hmm. And so apparently this has kind of overrun the market here where people are buying these machines. But the problem is they're from China, so they don't have the right certifications. Uh, people have tried to open shops with them, but they're mm-hmm. not UL certified or ECL certified or whatever the right uh, uh-huh. acronym is. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and so they can't, and then they're left with this machine and, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. there's a, it's been a long process to figure out the right way to approach wow. that because you go, uh-huh. man, I could get it for, you know, $900. That seems way better. And then you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily I did not end up with one of those. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, any type of restaurant business, you know, or bakery, bar, mm-hmm coffee shop i mean there's a lot of expense that goes into this stuff and the equipment is not cheap it is not cheap for i don't know what you guys invested i'm not asking you but i know that putting putting that stuff together so i mean people i wish people realized that how much it's actually cost i mean so these guys i mean literally they they dine on the dollars that you bring in you know there's not a whole lot of profit margin that's right so um for people to actually do this and take the risk to do that, I mean, be grateful, patronize these places. Yeah, because- definitely. Yeah, I never know the right answer when folks say, how's business? And I want to say it is great and it is great, but you're right. I mean, you know, the difference of another five people coming in that day or not coming in is a big difference, yeah. you know. Yeah. Grabbing a cup of coffee or not getting a cup of coffee is a real mm-hmm. uh, big difference. So when we tell people we appreciate your business, we are <laughs> we are <laughs> as honest as we possibly could be because <laughs> we do appreciate that. So it's fun when we see the same people come in a few times, yeah. and that's you know that's really fun. So. Yeah, places places like uh, I mean, like, for example, you take coffee shops. I mean, you can see like sports bars, places like that. They have mm-hmm. a lot of revenue generators, but places right. like donuts, you know, that mm-hmm. has the coffee. Luckily, you have coffee, but. You know, you'll have places that just serve coffee. I mean, it takes a lot yeah. of a cup of coffees to pay the light bill and yeah. mortgage. And no I doubt. Mean, so, yeah, once you add a little bacon to a donut, yeah, there's, oh, yeah. Not, yeah. there's not a lot hey, left. Sally, after you, that. Sally, you need to cut back on that bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which you do have a a, a, a bacon biscuit. That's right, or a bacon donut. Yeah, maple bacon donut. That's pretty popular at a lot of shops. We've seen them do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Salt, so, salty and uh, sweet. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's legit, too. And it's good bacon. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I might have had a couple. <laughs> a couple dozen. As long as it's not turkey bacon, I'm all right. I will say this. You say it takes like a minute and a half to, mm-hmm. to do one. When you're watching it, it feels like it's like 20 minutes. You're like, uh, come on, baby. Come I know. Salivating. We, we feel it, too. We feel it, too. <laughs> There's nothing like we. It's like you you will it with your mind while you're watching it. Like, come on, this time. And it's like you just got to be patient. You just yeah. got to let the process happen. Just let her go. Yeah. Mm. Do, you ever, do you ever see it when 10 people walk in and you're like, all right, 
Go ahead and, go ahead and drop. We try it. to do yeah. it. We try to do it. We try to be smart about it. And then occasionally somebody comes in for just a cup of coffee and you end up with a few donuts that you don't need, but mm. which the, we're happy the, to have. We're throw happy that in have. the back uh, for the, uh, the beer again. So. I brought them to you guys tonight. <laughs> oh, That's what awesome. we're eating here. So. I can't wait to, no, uh, to rake them, them, them out of the gar- garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and like a Saturday, Saturdays down here, downtown oh, yeah. are so busy. So we do just keep it cranking on a Saturday, but something like a Tuesday, yeah. it's like, who knows? I mean, yeah, there's no right. telling what that day is going to look like so yeah and i and i really appreciate you guys just sticking around in downtown concord i mean it's a great shop i love the shop that you're oh, in and um i really do believe in downtown concord yeah i'm i say it all every every episode is a beautiful downtown historic concord but it really is a great oh, yeah, little downtown great. it's awesome well I, I like downtown's period i think that's where the heartbeat of america starts mm-hmm. and kind of ends in a lot of places i mean it's where yeah. politics happens is where uh big big sales and big trades and a lot of you know that happens but also that's where the and the lifeblood of an economy for a community mm-hmm. is the communities that you see that they're downtown are struggling and out out of sorts yeah. that they have no continuity in that community anymore. Yeah. So, well, and what you get downtown is you get people who care about that place. Mm-hmm. They live close by. I mean, almost all the business owners around here live somewhere within 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. And so I'll tell you, uh, we were looking for something at, gosh, we needed like cups or something at Sam's Club the second day of our opening. <laughs> and we saw uh, Chris over here who runs the grill, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. we had been introduced by a mutual friend. Another just in- stellar guy. You're just yeah. like, God, these guys are way better than me. <laughs> They're so much nicer than me. He saw us running around at, you know, s- seven o'clock at, at Sam's. He knew we had to open. We were, we needed more stuff. He said, I will find it. He literally left his cart and ran through Sam's finding it because wow. he cares about downtown Concord too. And right. Yeah. Sometimes that looks like running around Sam's club for cups or forks or something. <laughs> but God, I mean, that's just like such a stand up thing. Yeah. If yeah. you're opening a, uh, you know, if you're working at McDonald's somewhere along an interstate or something, mm-hmm. there's just not yeah. the same. Now we need those too, right. but there's, there's something specific about downtown because just like we've poured in tons of hours, I'm sure he has too. And yeah. he thinks about it all the time. And, you well, he, wor- he works the grill too. I've, I've yeah. been in there and had a sandwich. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, those you know, just there's so many people down here that have helped us out, and you know, the guy from the creamery has helped us out, and he. <laughs> I just sat down with a list of questions one day and just ran through, and he just answered. I mean, these guys are, you know, and it's hard, right? He, if you run an ice cream shop and I'm opening a donut shop, mm-hmm. could not have been a nicer guy. If you've seen him in person, I. You know, he could easily bench press all three of us, but right. he didn't. He sat down and <laughs> answered questions. I mean, it's amazing. But, so, it, but it benefits him too, yeah. just sure. as much. Well, because, that's his yeah. mindset, yeah. which is awesome. More people you know? are downtown. They, yeah. they may not stop at his place for ice cream today, but they might come back tomorrow. Absolutely. So. And then you could Absolutely. have like an ice cream donut. Now this combo. is the next thing I'd love to do one day: yeah. ice cream sandwich with oh, the uh, the ends of donuts. Yeah, the, why do you uh, bread keep me donuts. fat? That's the problem. We're here, man. We're here for you. <laughs> you need to hook need up. You need to hook group. up donuts down at uh, at, at the grill. Maybe, maybe they make some uh, hamburger sliders. Oh, oh yeah, there we go. We got. Oh, I got snap. all kinds of ideas. <laughs> keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we're going to play a game. It's called 10 in 1, where I'm going to try to ask you 10 questions and see if you can get it in under a minute. Would you be willing to play? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Here we go. All right. Cream cheese icing or glaze? Oh, cream cheese. Um, Your favorite thing to do in downtown Concord? Oh, I like the new basement arcade. That's a fun thing. Right. It's awesome. We need to have them on the show. Yeah, yeah. What was the last show that you binge watched? Uh, Oh, uh, uh, Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Careful, this is a family show. Sorry, uh, That's, it's their last name, S C H I T T. So it's their last name. Dough or donuts? Uh, donuts. A scale of one to ten, how much do you dislike Dunkin' Donuts? Ooh, seven. Favorite Saturday morning cartoon? Somebody just mentioned the old cartoon with Bo Jackson, uh, Wayne Gretzky, and uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> And it was called like Pro Players or something. I got to find the name again. And it brought me back. So that one's been on my mind the last day. The best drink to chase down a donut. Oh, milk. Yeah, I'll take bourbon for that. Um, Or Red Hills donut beer. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, People want to know what kind of toothpaste do you use? Sensodyne. I got sensitive teeth. Like Uh, a 70 year old man. A scale of one to 10, Fergie's National Anthem. Oh, uh, what which side is good? <laughs> uh, ten being uh, best. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, 
Eight. Wow. I like that people are talking about it, so that evens it out for me. I don't want to listen to it again, but I like that it got so much attention. We're going to ask, uh, we ask this to everybody. Everybody knows what their spirit animal is. What is your spirit food, Nate? Oh, well, I mean, I I guess I got to say donut, but if I have a number two, Mm -hmm. uh, tacos. Tacos. Mm. All right. Taco donuts. Nice. Well done, sir. Well done. You made it. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Yeah, this is great. Um, All right. So we're going to go into what I learned. I can tell you what I didn't learn. (laughs) What did you not learn? I did not learn uh, Nate's uh, donut recipe. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that once I decide to uh, fart on a plane, I should probably hold back if they tell me to stop. Yeah, that uh, two Dutchmen may kick your ear in. (laughs) I say you learn to fight. (laughs) If there's Dutchmen around, you be better be able to back it up. You better have fisticuffs ready to roll. Well, you, you, one thing you don't talk about is airline flight fight club. Never talk about it. <laughs> um, I learned, hey, you don't want to mess with mains emojis. I'll tell you that right. Yeah, because obviously their senator has a desk mm. in a corner somewhere in somebody else's office that yeah. he has time on his hands. <laughs> yeah. I did learn uh, that right after this, I'm going to downtown Tonuts. So where is your, where's the store, Nate? Just so for people want to uh, check it out. Sure. Yeah. It's right across from Hotel Concord, which is hopefully opening uh, shortly here. Uh, and it's, uh, if you know where the library is on the north side, uh, it's just a couple doors down from that. Nice. Awesome. Well, very cool. And also for our international and also uh, domestic listeners, I'm sure he'll ship you some. Yeah. Do you ship so, internationally? Uh, that would be a giant mess. So <laughs> We could figure it out. Yeah. There's, a, there's a huge opportunity there. We've got a huge following in the Netherlands. So there we go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So that's another so- episode of Southern Fried Philosophy. Yeah. Thanks for thanks again for joining the show. Please go to our uh, Facebook page at Southern Fried Philosophy. You can also go to our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. Uh, also, go to our YouTube.com slash SFP Radio, and please go to iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Uh, go to the Southern Fry Philosophy on there. Uh, we appreciate you sharing our episodes. We appreciate you subscribing, and also just give us a review. We'd really appreciate that. No doubt, and uh, we'll still be continuing Southern Fried Lent, so if you want to uh, check us out, you can go to southernfriedphilosophy.com our Facebook page, and then to click on SFP Lent. That'll get you over there. And we've been having a good time doing that, so keep on keeping on. I'm learning a lot. All right, and as always, keep it rolling.